And you're listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, foreplay from 1984 with Olympic Rap. Today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, I'm going to play my interview with Rocky Erickson from 2010. Unfortunately, Rocky passed away last week. This interview goes out to Rocky Erickson. As well, an interview with Little Nas X, Rocky Erickson and Little Nas X, today on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. Right now, I'm going to play a whole bunch of music that I got at Sweat Records in Miami, Little Haiti. Thank you, Emily. Right now, we're going to begin with Mr. Entertainment and Pookie Smackers on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. Style, to each and I'll kind of leave me alone. Cast 
Gateways, Los Angeles, ain't got no telephone. In the South Pacific, you learn the native speak. Lose your mind in due time from the wet, hot heat. Open a can of worms under the family tree. Shanae and Dak together for eternity. Those tropical diseases, they'll get you every time. The insects suck your blood like cabbage. Drink their wine. Shaken by the Frisco Bay The Blackhawk had to burn too many hangers on there The herb is strong and cheap, but you better beware Cause if they see your rocks on a star at night Blackwell turns to white person, desperate eyes the stones that clash, even Johnny Cash had to take the ride. Reggae lost its reefer when dance all went so blind. Those tropical diseases, they'll get you every time. The insects suck your blood like Catholics drink their wine. Those tropical diseases, I'll take them in their way. You can freeze your ass off in Washington. Or shake it by the Frisco Bay. Rude Boy Invasion on your radio station. Scott, sweet the nation. Sleep by ignorant beliefs, yet dressed to impress when the dress is cheap. You take the train, I ride the bus. Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and the Palm Beaches. Knowledge is not always enough. Rude boy invasion.
okay, reoccurring dreams, a new day rise and make me flip my wig, as candy apple gray, and warehouse of tears, everybody's all about moves, but I'm so grand hard, everybody's all about moves, but I'm so grand hard. It's a hippie, junkie thing. Norton's hand up on mustache in between. Drumming in bathroom too. Screaming over feedback till pink turns blue. Everybody's all about moves. But I'm so grand hard. Everybody's all about moves. But I'm so grand hard. I can feel your pain It rings in my ears And my heart is stained Jumping around But I can't be free Cause Grand Hot Song They're trapped in me Everybody's all about home But I'm so Grand Hot Everybody's all about home But I'm so Grand Hot Everybody's all about home
smiling on its daddy's knee and me poor girl to be dead and gone with the long green grass growing over me she went upstairs to go to bed and calling to her mother said bring me a chair till I sit down and a pen and ink till I write down at every word she dropped a tear and at every
You're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, courtesy Sweat Records in Miami, Florida, Little Haiti, the Holy Terrors, with She Was On Fire. From 1990, featuring on drums, Sam from Interpol, and the legendary Rob Elba on guitar from 1990, produced by Miami legend, the Rat Bastard. And that was procured at Sweat Records. And before that, an actual release on Sweat Records, Dracula with Butcher Boy from 2000. And 19. And before that, we heard Mr. Entertainment and uh, Pookie Smackers with So Grant Hart. And before that, King Seven, the Root Boy Invasion from 1996. And we began with Mr. Entertainment and the Pookie Smackers Tropical Diseases 2013. Again, all this was either on the Sweat Records record label or bought at Sweat Records. Thank you, Emily. In Miami, Florida, Little Haiti. Shout out also to Churchill's Pub, which is right beside Sweat Records. Right now, coming up, an interview I did in the year 2010 with Rocky Erickson. Rest in peace, Rocky. Rocky passed away last week. He is an inspiration to me especially, and to everybody, but especially to me. It's part of the reason I do a radio show. It's part of the reason, actually, most people actually are into record collecting. The 13th floor elevators. So many record collectors. So much great music. This goes out to you, Rocky. Before we get to Rocky Erickson, Right now, here are The Shoppers, another record that I got at Sweat Records in Miami, Florida. We're going to actually play the song that I'm not sure is titled. It's number five, but it begins with We Were Watching Stand By Me. This is Shoppers, and Shoppers contains Meredith from Perfect Pussy. So this is Meredith playing guitar in the band she had before Perfect Pussy. All God had sweat records. And then some Rocky Erickson. And then an interview with Rocky Erickson, also present, Will from Okerville River on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. This goes out to you, Rocky. Thank you. 
clear, my friend, quick, get the way is clear. My friend, don't kick, suddenly my fireplace is friendly, bringing me home. Suddenly I make control, take little things meaning big, so I'm not alone. Suddenly I'm not sick Won't you be and bring me home
say I don't care what they think I love my family always Special and magical music These are feelings from one to another No foot moves through you Trying for the kick I won't jump on you Though we are on rubber feet And bring me home Me and bring me home We can't roll No Me and bring me home are you? My name is Roger Rocky, Rocky Erickson. Rocky Erickson, who do you have beside you? Uh, well, this is, they're a member of a band, you know, and they have a real hard name to pronounce. It's kind of like O-C-H-R, Okra, Ocherville River, something like that. We have Will from, from Okra? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Oaks with Sock. Ryan with Sock. Oh, Ockerville River. Yeah, that's the one. Ockerville River. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. And here you guys are in Austin, Texas. That's right, yes. That's right, yes. Rocky, the other night, Ray Davies opened for you. Ray Davies of the Kinks. Uh-huh, yeah. That's right, yeah. I sure like his standard guitar playing, you know. Mm -hmm. How did that gig go? It was great. It was great hearing him. Did you hear some of that, Rocky? Yes, I did, yeah. Yeah. What are your favorite kink songs, man? Well, I just like that all day and all the, you really got me and all that yeah. stuff. I like them all. Those, yeah. right? Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Elevators did a great version of that, a great jammy version in San Francisco, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I have a gift for you guys. Oh, great. Excellent. Excellent. Right off the bat, here we have a gift for you. Right here, it is a Destroyer pin, the band Destroyer from Vancouver. I love Destroyer. Dan is an incredible songwriter. I'm very honored to have this pin. And for Rocky, we have a pin for you from your favorite movie. Uh-oh. Yeah, I want to put it in my hat. Oh, boy, that looks like Curse of the D-E-M-O, of the Demo or something. The demon. Curse of the Demon. Demon, right, yeah. Curse of the Demon, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. What can you tell Will about Curse of the Demon? Well, it, it's, it was just a uh, kind of a show that they were kind of thinking they were uh, making sure to help it come along and everything, you know, to make sure that it would have to be something that needed, uh, like, you know, uh, assistance or something like that, you know, and that to make sure it's good and everything, mm -hmm. that you always should have people with you at the time or something like yeah. that, you know what I mean? Curse of the Demon. Now, what can you tell Rocky about Destroyer, Dan from Destroyer? Well, first, just to finish the Curse of the Demon thing, I think that was one of the ones where, you know, Jacques Tourneur was really undercut by, you know, he needed assistance from people who would give him the opportunity to make the movie the way he wanted. Because that rubber dummy at the end is a little silly. But Destroyer Rocky is a band 
from Vancouver. Yeah. A guy named Dan Behar. Okay, yeah. He's a songwriter kind of guy. It's sort of like, uh, I don't, can't, can't really describe it, but he's a really, really cool guy. Oh, I see. It's yeah. a good name, too, right? Yeah. Destroyer. Rocky Erickson, my friend John Battles took you to Margie's Ice Cream in Chicago. Yeah, right. What's that like, Margie's Ice Cream, John Battles in Chicago? Yeah, that's, that place is like being in some kind of a, a, a crate factory, just boxes everywhere, you know, and so I, I guess they manage, you know, they're able to do it, you know, figure out how to get your, you know, your specialty there, you know. And the Beatles ate there. The Beatles ate at Margie's. Oh, they did, huh? Well, that's great, yeah. And you enjoyed it too. Margie's in Chicago, John Battle. Right, right, uh huh. Rocky Tommy of the 13th floor elevators, he used to eat cockroaches. Oh, is that right? Oh, no, we'll have to read about that, won't we? Uh, I read about that. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know, you know. And I was wondering, what does Will eat, Rocky? Uh, he, he really likes to drink a lot of milk and cream and, you know, with a straw and everything, you know, if you let him, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah if you let me, I'll drink all the milk and cream that you have. I just need the right straw. If it's a long enough straw, you know, I'll drink it all. And here we are in a kind of uncommon day in Austin, aren't we? It's quite cold, isn't it? It's really cold. It's never this cold. And there's a special drink that we should have, isn't there? An avocado? Well, you were asking me if there was an Austin, a distinctive Austin drink, and I said, well, maybe an avocado margarita? Which is quite good. It's better than you'd think it would be. Have you ever had one, Rocky? No, I've heard about them, you know, and I, I kind of arc, well, I kind of, you know, changed my mind about avocados because I want to know what they are or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. A friend of mine called avocados Satan's mayonnaise. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rocky, your influences are varied, and I was thinking hard. I bet you this is probably one of your number one influences right here. Jonathan Winters, is that true? Yes, he is, I tell you, yeah. What can you tell the people about Jonathan Winters and Rocky Erickson growing up? Well, uh, Jonathan Winters is kind of like, you know, uh, what you call, uh, you have to put your, on the, it's like a relaxation thing, you know? Same kind of thing, you need guidance for it, so you have to be really into uh, maybe some really, oh, what do you call them, fantasy cushions, you know, there are these big old things that only specialists can sit on or something like that, you know. He doesn't get a lot of props, does he, Jonathan Winters? No, I, he probably doesn't, but that's what I heard, yeah. So you, that's really kind of good, yeah, you know. Rocky and Will, you guys have a song called Bring Back... The Past. Bring Back the Past. And here we have Will opening up Ugly Things magazine, and there is a great picture of Rocky. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you. Some go-go girls. Well, or something, you know, I don't know, man. They must be uh, something, you know what I mean? Maybe they're somebody's uh, uh, friend or something, right? Or something like that. What I, thought is, what I thought is fascinating, Rocky, is here's an ad for the Jade Room that the Spades played. Right, yeah. Uh, the Jade Room is now a parking lot. I heard about that. Well, that makes more sense than, than being whatever it is, you know, the... You know, Why does that make more sense? I don't know. It would just, you know, it, they, they said that if they had turned it into some kind of place where they, you know, it was something like a place where you could sit down and uh, and whatever, relax or something, yeah, you know, yeah, with yeah. some kind of tent over it or something like that. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. but I'd rather be, you know, you know, you know what I mean, more casual or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's kind of sad. It's a parking lot now. Do you see a lot of Austin disappearing, Will? 
Well, it's really funny that you bring that up because for this record, we went around a lot of these old places. We went to the parking lot the Jade Room is in, and we went to another place you used to play called the New Orleans Club. You remember that, Rocky? Yes, I do. I sure do. Yeah. And they turned that into a place you can sit down, sort of like a Mexican restaurant. They uprooted it and dragged it across the street with a trailer in 1971 or something like that. Anyway, yeah, you know, Austin's changed a lot. Rocky's seen Austin change a lot, but there's still a lot of that spirit uh, around, and I think Rocky represents a lot of that spirit of old Austin. Now, what do you think about Will? His parents or grandfather was in a swing band. Is that right? Well, I didn't know about that, you know. I didn't know about that. But you see music in Will. Uh-huh, yeah. Tell me about the music in you, Will, the swing band, your grandfather, a trumpet player? Yeah, did you ever hear about Les Brown and his band of renown? Well, I had in a way, you know, yeah, I was wondering who that was. He know? played with a bunch of people. He played, uh, he put himself through, through college. Uh, he was like the first person in the family to go through college, and he was uh, playing like, he played all kinds of stuff. He'd they'd be, be sort of a pickup band. That was in New Hampshire. So he one time he was billed as so-and-so and her New Yorkers. They had no idea where New York was. And then there was another one that was like Bessie Worm and her Nightcrawlers. And then he got asked to join this band, Les Brown and his band of renown. Yeah, he's an amazing he's an amazing guy. Rocky, what can you tell us about Kenny Rogers? Did you ever see Kenny Rogers in the 60s? Because I know he saw Leland Rogers. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, well, I, I have never met Kenny, you know. But I saw where he was billed to play the Paramount Theater one time. Oh, well, that's kind of, probably needs guidance through that. He was doing some kind of hard show, you know, like reading out of the dictionary or something. I don't know. I guess that's what he does, you know. would probably pay to hear Kenny Rogers read out of the dictionary. Did you ever go to Kenny Rogers Broasters, that restaurant? No, I did not. Is it here in Austin or something? They had them. I think it went out of business. Do you remember Kenny Rogers Broaster? I remember its existence. I don't know if there was ever one here in Austin, though. You guys have the song called John Lawman. Uh-huh, that's right, yeah. And what I was wondering, Rocky, it seems fascinating that your old managers in the 13th floor elevators would hire off-duty cops to protect you from the on-duty cop. Oh, now that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, that's just something to think about, isn't it? You have to read up on it, right? You told Will about that. Yeah, well, I've, I've told him about it. He says he likes it. He encourages it. He hope I'm happy enough to, you know, to do it. You know what I mean? Have there been cops at any of the gigs? I would discourage that. Uh, no, there haven't. You know, man... The cops used to, on a serious note, the cops used to give Rocky a really hard time back in the 60s, like a really, really hard time. And it's actually one of the more heartwarming parts of the story that he's been, you know, so honored by the by Austin and so kind of helped by the law by the legal system later on in his life. Because man, they really sucked back in the 60s. They had it out for him, and they finally saw the error of their ways. So I thought that was amazing hiring off-duty cops to protect you from the on-duty cop. Right. Uh huh. That's right, yeah. Rocky, what was it like going to Graceland? I think you went to Graceland. Did you feel Elvis's ghost at all? Uh, no, I hadn't heard about that. You know, I imagine that's just something that really people heard about and they don't think it's true, but they, you know, they, they, probably it's just some kind of a legend or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm sure if you've heard about it, you know it's all right, don't you? Have you felt any ghosts at Graceland? I've never been to Graceland. But I imagine it might be a pretty scary place to go to if it's supposed to be some kind of place that, that some kind of weird clique knows about. You know what I mean? Or something. Yeah, it's just, it's it's sad. I felt sad when I went oh, to Graceland. Yeah, okay, well. He's had a sad life, I, I feel like, you know. Well, I don't think he drank or anything, no, you know. He didn't but, drink. He didn't drink, oh, yeah. no. I think he pooped a lot, though. Oh, come on. That's, That's where it ended. It's the family show, Nard. Ended on the toilet. 
<laughs> great echo in the toilet, isn't there, Rocky? Like when you do recordings and stuff. Yeah, I always skip reading about that stuff, but I guess, you know, or, but I, listen to, I relax, you know, all the time or thing, you know. Rocky Erickson, one band that I loved that you played with, and here's a bunch of posters from the 13th Floor Elevators. One band I loved you played with, and it's right here, The Conqueroo. I love that name, The Conqueroo. What can you tell me about The Conqueroo? Isn't that a neat band name? Yeah, it was a it was a band that had very many, had the most uh, members in it than any other band, you know what I mean? And what... And, uh, this rings, I just love it, like, you know, 13 for Elevator sounds great, but Conqueroo, I love that name, Conqueroo. It's just from Bo Diddley, right? Oh, it could, yes, it could at that, yeah, I tell you, yeah. And this particular poster underneath right here, we were talking about Canada, Dan Behar being from Canada. Here's the 13th floor elevators playing in San Mateo. Yeah. And check who's on the bill, the Canadian Fuzz. Oh, my goodness, yeah, that's great, or something like that, yeah. What are your Canadian connections, Rocky? When you think of Canada, what do you think about? I just think about, uh, you know, maybe uh, education, you know, and have to study about it a lot. It might be fun, but I'd have to, you know, get guidance about it, learn how to do it, you know. I'd have somebody give me a kind of a gift or something like that, you know. Yeah. You've been to Toronto, right? Uh-huh, yeah. And underneath here, we have another poster, Will. Check this one out. I find it quite interesting, Rocky. It's a poster for the 13th floor elevators, but there's a lot of the charlatans on there from San Francisco. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've heard about them, too. Yeah, but they, they're a hard name to pronounce, aren't they? Charlatan, not as hard as... Lockerville. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> the I just want to say it. But when you're looking at art, Rocky, what do you think? That's not your photo, is it, on the record there, on the poster? So I, I don't know how they did that, but that, that's really uh, kind of eerie, but it's good, huh? That's the name of them, huh? They had a good little outfit on, though, man. That's a good straw boater hat, uh -huh, yeah. wire rim glasses, a watch chain. Uh -huh. They were dandies of a kind. Now, Rocky, are you Rocky Erickson? Because sometimes you're Emil Schwartz. Yeah, that's right, Emil Schwartz, yeah. I've thought of that. I got that from the Rolling Stones when they call themselves Nanker Pledge or something Pledge, like that, yeah, you know? Pledge. Yeah. So has Emil Schwartz, has that reared its head ever again? Uh, what's that? Have you used that much, the Emil Schwartz? Yes, I put it on records, and I put it, you know, whenever uh, people like ASCAP or, uh, or Time Warner using my writings or something, you know, then they sign it, E-M-I, La La Land, L Schwartz, you know what I mean? Have you ever had to do that, Will? Not really. Oh, well, you know, a couple times. I worked at a website where they would occasionally make me, they forced me to, like, write these ghost write these kind of, like, cream puffy reviews of like stuff that the label had paid for. It was this kind of corporate horror job, but I was starving. And I would use a pseudonym sometimes for that. Rocky, you love playing the organ nowadays, don't you? Yes, I do. I love that organ. Yes, I do. Yeah. You've had it for a long time, though. Like, you played on Hurricane Fighter Pilot. Well, I'd heard about that. That was some kind of weird band called the Red Red, no telling what, the Red Red Sea, you know, or something like that. You know, they had me do this, you know, airplane flying over the sea. Or something, you know. You like they, the red trail, well, they're kind of weird. They're very uh, hard to get into, but they were nice to me. Said, "We're so sorry you have to sing this special symbol song." There it is. You know. Do you remember the keyboard you played then? Yes, I did. I played a uh, keyboard on uh, uh, "May the Circle Remain Unbroken." Yeah. Uh -huh. The keyboard was that a Vox? Uh, well, uh, yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah, you know. Will, you had a guy called Zach in your band. I did, yes. And Rocky, you played with the band at one time, or did gigs with the Zachary Thax. 
Well, I'm trying to think about that, yeah. Texan. That's right, yeah, uh-huh. Zachary Thaxon, I heard at one of those gigs that you went backstage and found a packet of Tang. Do you like Tang? Yes, I do. I sure do, yeah. Haven't you had any in a long time. I like that cow-cow stuff, too, or what do you call it, Bosco, or they told you never to say it. Yeah, it's weird stuff. You can't pronounce it. It's just chocolate. Like you know, chocolate ready-made mix, and you mix it up. You get it all going and everything, you know? <laughs> when you guys are practicing, what are you having? What does Will eat? Like, what do you drink when you're practicing? Oh, uh, we drink a lot of milk, and uh, and then we like malts, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll the ice cream. They're allowable, you know what I mean? You know? <laughs> if they'll allow us to have malts, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll imbibe a little bit, but, you know, usually, usually just milk and cream. Rocky, how were you introduced to Will? Like, Will is a legend from Austin. How were you introduced to Will? Well, he uh, he introduced himself to me. They, how did he introduce himself? Out of, you know, phone calls, you know, and then uh, and then I'd answer and say, well, we're the uh, Oakerville, you know, and you've heard of the Black Crows, you know, so we were uh, we were to ask if we'd help you out and play with you or something, you know? How about other legends, like the Butthole Surfers? Have you run into them at all? I, I, I've heard of them, you know. I think I used to have some kind of a, some kind of a, a little flyer from them or something like that, you know. You love the flyers, don't you? Do you still love the junk mail and stuff like that? Yeah. I sure do, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Are you collecting flyers and stuff? Do you have all the 13th elevator stuff? How much did you know about the 13th for elevator as well before you jumped in with Rocky? I uh, I knew them by reputation because if you, you can't be a band in Austin and not know about them. I mean, they cast sort of a wide shadow because it's sort of psychedelic music is a big, long tradition in Texas, and the elevators were the start of that whole thing. So you can't really be a band in Austin and not know about the elevators. Is there a test to give Will at all to know that he's cool enough to play? With Rocky Erickson at all, Rocky. Is there he's doing good? Yeah. Well, is there a test? So far, and make sure I get help. He's doing good. He comes, comes along. You know what I mean? I'm coming along. So I, yeah, right. All right. How do we know when he's there? Yeah, oh, he's here all the time. Yeah. At 420, you'll be here. Yeah. 420. True Love cast out all evil. Anti-records. That's when the record's out. And winding up here, Rocky, I was curious about all the different stuff you've done over the years here. What do you think about rap music? Rap music. Well, I haven't heard that much about it. I'd like to find out about it. Yeah, it sounds good. You know, it sounds like a novelty or something. Sounds good to get interested into, you know. You know what I mean? Because Will here, your music in Uckerville River has been mashed up with Lil Wayne. It ha I love Lil Wayne, and I really like that mashup a lot, yeah. So how would you explain Lil Wayne and Uckerville River to Rocky? He's a guy who's he's real smart, he's real young. He was kind of like you, man. He was a really young guy. He was 15 when he started doing it. And he doesn't write anything down. It's just all off the top of his head. And he's constantly working. He's really prolific. He does a lot of stuff. Does that sound good? Does that sound like a rapper that you'd like to get to know? Yeah, for sure. That sounds good. Yeah, right. Little Wayne and Rocky. He's also set that up right now. He's also in jail right now. He's in prison prison right now. So he had wrote a lot of but you wrote a lot of your songs at Rusk, which was almost like a prison, didn't you? A lot of the rec a lot of songs. Yeah, they were all songs that I got together, you know, and kept working on. What it was, it, you know, once I got the special thing going, they seemed to get really simple or something, over and over or something like that, you know. And there's tens more left? 
Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I'm gonna be riding some more, you know. A little stack that were left off, but Will, you have to go through them carefully. Yeah, well, you know, they gave me 60 songs to go through, and I had to go through and pick my favorites. And a lot of the ones I really loved were the ones that were written at Rusk, because I think there was just such heart and emotion and spirit, you know. And you describe Rusk for people that don't know Rocky? Well, I don't know. I didn't really know too much about, uh, you know, what the, uh, you know, how to describe it. But, you know, I could, I don't know. I had a good place to write. Well, it, it's just something that'll be dealt with, you know. It's important, you know, like people have said and everything like that, you know what I mean? The songs are amazing, though, and it's so great that you got 60 songs uh, yeah. that you considered for this record, and we're really looking forward for the 420. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Rocky, anything else you want to add or will about any of the posters or about Jonathan Winters or about the Spades or the Jades? Jade Room. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, something like that. And where are we going to do our other one or something like oh, that? Oh, we yeah. have another one coming up. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. No, I know. yeah, okay, yeah. Uh huh. I like the way you guys discuss interviews and stuff like that. Have you ever sung interviews at all? Not really, you know. Like, you know, instead of talking in an interview, you yeah, could you do them on the phone, you know, or something like that, you know? Lastly, or Will, could you explain to Rocky about you singing an interview? Uh, I just did a thing where I, I thought it would be fun to sing my responses to an interview. And I wrote them all, all the songs in advance. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. That's all I have to say. You know, about ready or something? We're ready. Maybe well, we'll do this again sometime or well, something. Thank you very much, Rocky and Will. Yeah. Keep on rocking in the free world. Oh, sure. And do do the loot do. Uh-huh. Almost. That works. Yeah. That works. And do do loot do. Do do. All right. All right. Bless you.
and you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, The Spades, featuring Rocky Erickson with We Sell Soul. And before that, an interview with Rocky Erickson and Will of Ockerville, Ockerville River. And before that, some Rocky Erickson and Ockerville, Ockerville River. And rest in peace to Rocky Erickson who passed away last week. And thank you very much again to Brooklyn Vegan for setting up my interview with Rocky Erickson and Will, and that happened in the year 2010 at the South by Southwest Music Festival in Austin, Texas. Right now, here are Brutal Poodle with crowd control. Brutal Poodle are from Vancouver, BC, and played last night at Fortune Sound Club uh, as part of Music West, which is happening right now. Go and check it out. But here is Brutal Poodle with crowd control on the Nardward Human Serviette radio show, and then an interview with Little Nas X on C-I-T-R!
Who are you? I'm Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X, welcome to Rolling Loud, Miami, Florida. Uh, thank you for welcoming me. I'm happy to be here. Right off the bat, I have a gift for you. A 60-year-old country song magazine. This is amazing. 60 years old, where you can vote for in there the top stars of 1959. 60 years old? I was like six when this came out. 1959, and of course, Johnny Cash. Yeah, uh, Billy, Billy told me I reminded him of him. And Wailing Jennings, too, right? Yeah. Some outlaw country. He's outlaw country. This is but that, that is actually for you. Thank and, you. And of course, Billy, Old Town Road. Old Town Road. Uh huh. But now there's going to be Take a Day. The producers, Take a Day, Panini. Take a Day Trip. Yes, Day Trip. They are amazing. What can you say about Panini and those producers? Mo Bamba. Panini is amazing, and me and Day Trip got some other records that are also, you know, pretty great. You're going to love it. What do you think about the other versions of your song, like Old Time Ho by Cupcake? Cupcake did amazing. I love her. Like, you are making other people go viral. That's amazing. I'm happy to be a part of that. Like, you're helping to share the wealth. Because you it. only had $5.62. Oh, my God. How did you know that? Well, you're little Nas X. We have to know that. That's me. In your I, Wells Fargo account. I love that. Your Wells Fargo account? I'm not with them anymore. But shout out to Wells Fargo for making me broke. What were those days like? You know, the 562 in the Wells Fargo. I really, I really, you know, just, I, I spread it out, you know. I would get, like, some down layers every now and then. And uh, just go back to the house and promote on Twitter. Yeah. Like, you know the internet very well, don't you? Yes. Like, very, very well. Very. What do you think about emojis? Emojis are, like, the best thing of all time to ever exist. Actually, I have an emoji right here for you to comment on. This right here, poop emoji. Oh, my God. This must smell amazing. Bubble bath. Thank you. For kids. Is it going to be brown, maybe? For kids. No, look what it smells like. Cherry popsicle. That's some good shit. No, Wait, what do you think? What do you think about that? Like, would you wash your kids in a poop emoji bubble bath? Maybe. If they, they've been bad, maybe, you know. Let's put them in the poop, you know. Like, knowing avatars, what do you think about that avatar? I love it. Wait, where did you get this from? I am so going to bathe in this tonight when I get back to the hotel. Are you pretty dirty, you know, coming from Texas to Florida? You uh, feel like you need a bath in a poop emoji. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the poop emoji right now. So, you know, let's take a good bath. Speaking of the internet, your avatar, your avatar. Yes, it's the sad emoji. Cowboy, you know, sad cowboy. But it, look, it looks like you're in a hospital bed. Oh, that avatar. Well, yeah, I found out that I had pneumonia like a month ago, but I'm, I'm all good now. But isn't it kind of wild having your avatar as you in the hospital? It's perfect because everybody else doesn't have one in the hospital. Little Nautex, back to the internet. The MLA format. What is the MLA format? It's like this It's like this stupid thing that teachers make you do. How would you explain that, though, to the layman? It's this, hmm, dumb thing that teachers make you do. Perfect. Little Nas X, thank you, Beat Stars. Thank you, Beat Stars. Thank you, Beat Stars. The 
app that you caught your beat from. BeatStars is amazing. Shout out to BeatStars. And shout out to Young Keo. How would you describe your look right now? I would describe it as amazing rock star cowboy rapper guy who makes stuff and music. In high school, what was your look? What was my look? Because right now you have some earrings. In high school... I've been wearing this, like, uh, like not this one, but, like, a cross earring and, like, this ear for, like, since, like, 11th grade. But, like, I was usually just, you know, in whatever I could find because I wasn't really having money like that. But, you know, I do now. Yeah. But in high school, you have said you had big earrings. You were ashamed of your oh, big earrings. Oh, that, yeah. Those were those little, little cheap earrings I bought from the store. But I loved them. I loved them. They were great. That's was like ninth and tenth grade, though. Little Nas X, your dad, did he put out an LP? Yes, and it's amazing. My dad's an amazing gospel singer. Do you have copies of the LP? Can I find the LP? Yes, just go on Apple Music and like type in R.L. Stafford, and then boom, there he is. What about April's Place, Tiffany's Place? Oh, my God, why do you know this stuff? Well, you're Little Nas X. We have to know. April's Place had the most bomb food ever. Yeah. I was thinking, when you think of Canada, what do you think of? I think of The Weeknd and Drake. What about cowboys? I don't think of cowboys when I think of Canada. Well, I want you to think of cowboys right here, and I have a gift for you right here, Little Nas X, a Calgary, Alberta, Canada belt buckle with a cowboy on it. This is amazing. That Texas of Canada. Cool. Do you like belt buckles? What do you think of belt buckles? Oh, yeah, I've been collecting belt buckles lately. Yeah. Little Nas X, could you milk a cow? Yes, I could. And it would be great. Have you had offers, like, to milk a cow? Like, for photo shoots. What offers have people tried to twist your arm into doing photo shoots? It, it hasn't. I haven't got those yet. I know they're coming, though. You know, I can't wait to milk the cows. It's going to be great. Why should people care about Little Nas X? Why should people care? I made that, I made that uh, Horses in the Back song. You know, people should love it, right? Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Little Nas X. Keep on rocking in the free world. And do-do-loo-do. Do-do. Hello, Brenda. Why, hello, Alvin. What in the world brings you to Nashville? You, Brenda, dear. Me? That's right. I would like to marry you. Marry me? Why, Alvin, why would you want to marry me? Because I believe we were made for each other. You and me made for... What do you say, Brenda? Alvin, I don't know what to say. You're a chipmunk, I'm a lady We don't have much in common I'm a country girl Alvin, I hope you understand I think I'm more well-suited To a big, strong country man Sure. She'll never believe him. I'll dress up in my uh, colored green.
You know Cotton-Eyed Joe? Uh-huh. Simon, Theodore, help me. a vegetables and a ham hock is just a big old bone Alvin how can I believe the country is well how can I believe it's your home but you and me can be the best of friends our feelings never have to end Just one little problem. What's that, darling? Do you know Ronnie? No. Who's Ronnie? My husband. Oh, no. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. Peggy Lee and the Chipmunks together 
for the last time on an Ardwar to Human Serviette radio show made for each other. And right now we have a special guest who has just dropped in. Who do we have in the studio right now? DJ Digga Jones. Digga Jones, who are you? Who are you, Digga Jones? I'm an emerging uh, artist. Uh, I'm coming out of Vancouver here. Uh, We have a couple albums on Spotify, and we're releasing our best self-debuted album, DJ Digger Jones Presents Digging Deeper, and it's uh, you'll hear one of the songs we have today. And you've just dropped by CITR with a brand new release. Yeah. Can you tell me about the release? You knocked on the window and said, Nardwar, you gotta play this. Well, actually, Nardwar, I brought you a gift today. So we have the album, we have a t-shirt for you, and uh, for uh, anybody else that you uh, like, and a poster to promo the new album. Oh, this is amazing! Uh, uh, maybe you could explain to the people, what what am I getting from you, right? Uh, so what you're, what you're getting is a sneak peek of what we've been preparing for the last decade. And uh, so we're a little bit of like Linkin Park, a uh, little rock rap, but we also have a lot of elements of dance. And uh, people will see we have uh, the albums coming out, Digging Deeper. And uh, one of our one of our songs is uh, it's called Missing Angels, Nardwar. And that's the whole reason why I wanted to come up here and talk to you today, because uh, we have um, a song that is very, very in in this political social time it is a great song for the ages um it's about missing indigenous women and i know that that is you know a kind of a you know a, a serious topic today and i wanted to shed some light on it um just you know especially because the national indigenous day is coming up on june 21st Right off the bat, hmm. to go back to the gifts, sure. thank you, two of everything. Yeah, I have welcome. two of everything, but what exactly is happening here? Because sure. not two of these. Sure. What are these? Okay. And you almost gave me your car, right? <laughs> thank you for the car. <laughs> what was that? So uh, this is a USB, actually, but uh, those are the two albums that are on Spotify. Um, they're kind of rock rap. Uh, the new Legacy one has uh, uh, actual music video for Better Left Unsaid. It uh, it's we got a we got a grant from the government. We shot a really nice video, and everyone can check it up if you type in DJ Digger Jones. Uh, you'll see our Better Left Unsaid. It's our first music video, and uh, it's kind of a promo to our third and I guess best album coming out uh, this year. And two T-shirts as well. Special brand Kia yes. USA. It's uh, I I didn't really know what size you were, so I gave you two different sizes. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for bringing in this gift. You're and, welcome. And th- I thought maybe that was a free a car. Free car. Uh. A free car. Uh, but I appreciate too. I love too. And I love the records as well. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. That is amazing. And you also are going to take over the Nardwar to Human Serviette show in two weeks, right? In two weeks. Uh, we're planning on doing uh, uh, guest interviews with some of the professors in the Indigenous Studies uh, to further uh, carry on this theme of, you know, um, getting some good music and get some good debate about the current issue with missing Indigenous women. All day? What's going to happen? It's, uh, no, it'd probably just be um, four or five interviews. I want to do a panel and uh, play some uh, music that's relevant to it. And who else is involved? Uh, right now, it's uh, it's CIRT. It's uh, my band and a few professors and maybe one uh, phone interview with uh, someone a little bit famous that we're going to keep under wraps until we get it. Your studio looks amazing. Is it on a basketball court? 
that was when I was uh, DJing the University of Toronto Varsity Games. I spent a lot of time in their uh, studio there, and so uh, I have my own home studio, but I also have other studios in the city I can use. Nice equipment, too. Awesome. Like, right up there with CITR equipment. So tune in to the Nardwar show in two weeks. Well, I shouldn't say during Friday. What time on Friday? Uh, we're not sure exactly, but I, I'm, I'm sure uh, everything will be coming out soon. Orange is the new black? Uh, do 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 What is going on there with orange is the new black? I, th- I think people are just into the BC lines. But yourself, hair color, orange is the new black. I like orange. I think it's a vibrant color and it kind of, uh, you know, shows, I guess, uh, somebody who can really kick at the very end. New legacy entertainment. Yes. Uh, so what we're doing is um, just to share a little bit of light. So my debut album for DJ Digger Jones drops uh, at the end of this summer. It'll be available at Zulu Records, Red Cat, Neptune, Beat Merchant and Stevenson and High Life Urban Safari. You also love Gabriola Island, Deep Roots Farm. What can you say about the Deep Roots Farm? It's incredible how good Nardwar is at investigating people. And I do like Gabriola Island very much. And they have uh, basically their corner stores on that island are local farmers who just stock their fridge full of local proteins and produce. And you show up and nobody's there. It's all trust. And you just pay, you know, your money and grab your eggs and take them home. How does that differ with the Parkdale Pizza Pizza? Uh, The the Parkdale, uh, I don't think that's food. <laughs> Boom! So good they named it twice, and Buster's music! Uh, yeah, um, we've, we've, been, uh, we've been in the last decade trying to get our music out, and uh, finally in Vancouver, it seems we're gaining some traction. Dog Walkers! You have a song called Dog Walkers! Yeah, it's a, kind of a jazzy... Uh, Kind of a jazzy tune on, uh, you know, the, the a lot of dog walkers in Toronto. What can I say? And you love walking up the Grouse Grind, Grouse Mountain. That was harder than I thought it would be. Did you meet Wayne Gretzky or only get a photo of a photo of Wayne Gretzky? I actually, I got a photo of a photo, but when I was really young, I met Pat Burns, the Maple Leafs uh, head coach, and he was drunk. Can I say that on air? Anyways, and I met Wayne Gretzky, he, he, and both of them sang a duet. <laughs> Two weeks from today, you're going to be live at this time slot doing what exactly? So uh, what we're doing, uh, first of all, um, we've been doing some research on the statistics of uh, missing Indigenous women. There's a lot of scholarly reports. Uh, First, statistics show that uh, since 2006 and the whole national inquiry with the Trudeau government, when they came in power, the numbers have stayed exactly the same, about 200 cases a year, which actually means it's probably more like triple that. Uh, they say about 7,000 Indigenous women have went missing. Uh, when you really talk to people on the streets and workers, I think that's more like 20,000. We're talking street workers, single mothers, northern provinces where women are very vulnerable. And uh, it's not just an Indigenous on Indigenous crime, although that's what they'd make you believe. Uh, These women are just more than statistics. We're talking about like a rampant genocide that's kind of only being talked about now. And I think people are ready to hear about this. It's a social political landscape is ripe. And even if some academics and even defensive Indigenous get offended, it's time that Indigenous women have their voice. And so we wrote the song Missing Angels for them. Anything else you'd like to add, DJ Digger Jones? 
that I really enjoy your show and uh, I really I'm really looking forward to releasing this third album it's our best stuff and I think people will really like what we have thank you very much also again for the gifts two of everything I love that two of everything and tune in in two weeks during this time slot for Digger Jones on Earwaves so this right now is Missing Angels on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show do do loo do 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 This summer, grab hold of your life. No more depression. No more anxiety. Grab life by the horns. Be all that you can be. Live life in the moment. Don't forget to pay your taxes. Live this day like it was your last. you go red woman my sister my mother my princess my lover who will heal us from our loss another angel lover who will raise your twin baby maybe a man in the navy who will solve the kiss maybe the feds are to blame They get dirty when they know we've won It's not fun to worry if you'll be the next one Poor reserves, drunk women No support given, a web is woven Which I feel it's not fair No one will replace our land, I care Yeah. 